Reed, do you have some news for us? Yeah, guess what I got on today? Is it pants? I got a button on my pants. It's like holding, nice. it's holding them up. Is it like wow. a is it like a pressed like metal button? Is it a stitched on button? Like how how button are we are we going here? It's I just checked. It's sewed on in fact. Um but yeah, no, it's like a it's a button on a pair of like old fatigues. Well, they're not actual, they're like Orso ones, but they're ancient. I have no idea when I got these. So a fixed waistband though, no stretch. No stretch, waistband? no stretch. They're they're wow. oversized. I've got the tabs ramped down and I've been pulling them up, but <laughs> there's there's nothing there's no elastic on my bottom half. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, is it like, are you getting like blisters or something on your waist? Are you okay? The, it's not used to it. The sensation has been just like, it, just sort of uh, unfamiliar is the best way I could describe uh-huh. it. Like sitting down. When was I, the last time that uh, you, you experienced this level of uh, constriction? So I guess like full disclosure, I've been wearing different, I've been wearing my like 105s, other Orslows pretty frequently but those were always huge and i have a baseball belt in them 105 like jeans like denim yeah but there's a baseball belt in them so uh like not like one of the major league belts like the high school belts that's got elastic everywhere but the the buckle so Mm -hmm. i basically installed an elastic waistband on those um so i don't really know how much that counts but yeah i've worn those like once or twice in the last few weeks also i don't know what's gotten into me no idea. But only or slow for your fixed waistbands. Not intentionally. Now that you say that, yes, but not it's it wasn't on purpose. It's just like those are the last ones I think I like I still had. I've got a pair of Beams cargos that I wear, but those have a drawstring. So like they don't technically count. Um It's funny you mentioned that, Reed, because like you're wearing a fixed waistband today. I'm wearing an elastic waistband. You are not. I'm wearing like fake jean, uh, like printed running shorts. Are the, there's, com- for the listeners at home, I know this is not a visual medium. There appears to be compression shorts underneath. Are those sewn in or are those, are those a second oh, no. piece? Those, those are secondary. I gotta, gotta fight the chafe. I was, I was kind of hoping they were like double layer jean shorts. No. They are uh, single layer jean shorts uh, that are like nylon just printed to look like a busted up pair of jeans. That This is a thing that actually uh, Brad from Well Spent recommended to me because like he was like emailing me a PR thing about this new brand that was started by like Marines for like workout gear. He's like, do you want samples? And I was like, oh, I'm actually like looking for uh like a new pair of running shorts are these any good and he was like no you should buy this other brand <laughs> i was like brad you're the best i love you <laughs> and yeah he, he mentioned this other one boa that, that that's where i got these from he was my editor for three years i love that he steered you right yeah he he wouldn't do me dirty like that he's got good racks he knows yeah fellow tradesperson he's he's found like i i still mourn the loss of that that website well spent was an incredible resource and like I think predated raw denim by a few months. Yeah, just like product finds were uh, were legendary. Yeah, he he knew how to find like that that website, and, and I mean I wrote for it, so it's wildly biased. But I feel like they there was like an ability to find just the basic that you didn't have but you always needed. You know, it's yeah. like oh, shit. I definitely need that. That was made by like some two like 
60-year-old uh, Grateful Dead fans that like lived in the middle of Kansas and made like indigo glazed pottery that is like, oh yeah, Brad, Brad's been tight with these people. He's known them for 15 years. He redesigned their website. Yeah. So are those running shorts without a netting? Because lately I, I have some running shorts with netting and I really like them. Oh, they got netting. They got netting. Okay. I don't know if you can see the netting that I'm lifting up here. I see, but you need compression shorts under the netting. Oh yeah, it's it's the thighs, my friend. It's, okay, it's the thighs. Like after long stents, it's funny that I actually have like crazy uh, compression short tan line at the moment from this really long walk I took a couple weeks ago. That I just forgot to put sunscreen on my legs. I usually don't burn all that much, even though I'm uh, very white. Uh, yeah, I put it on everywhere except like below, and now it is it is it's rough down there. I want to get back to that walk really quickly, but. I, so you wear you don't cut out the liner though, and you just you go with the compression short and then and then the liner over the top. Oh yeah, you, you got to be protected. <laughs> but isn't the protection the the compression? Yeah. So it's just like you, like this is the uh, like this this is like the double seatbelt situation. Like you you've oh, yeah, the you got to be secure over the top of yourself as well. <laughs> you got to be secure. All right, I was just checking. Double bag in it. You walked, so, so on that walk, you walked how many miles? Uh, 22. 22. And this is not the first time you've done that walk. It was the third time, but the first time I was successful at it. This, so this is the first time you actually, should we recap? You, you walked to a statue 22 miles from your home. It's a shrine. It's a Catholic shrine. It's like the only pilgrimage you can make while living in Denver. I don't know how much the, the listeners will be interested in this unless they were just very confused. Uh, and follow me on Instagram. But yeah, I walked from my house 22 miles to the top of this shrine that's like just outside of Golden, like in the foothills in Colorado. You chose to do this on an incredibly hot day. What did you wear? Uh, I wore some running shorts and a Hawaiian shirt and a capital bandana and my, my trusty Varnays that we've talked about and just like, you know, ugly ass technical running shoes because like, you know, you, you got to go technical on the running shoes. We've talked about this, but raised a decent amount of money for uh, the Palestine Children's Relief Fund. It was like around eleven hundred dollars, I think, uh, when all was said and done. Was, yeah, it was just like the third time. The first two times I did it just for me. The third time I was like, I can't be this narcissistic. Let's let's uh, <laughs> let's direct some attention somewhere else. And I like that you did it. You did you raised money while walking to a Catholic shrine. Yeah, for Palestine. I, mean, I feel like there's just like a lot going on there, and I respect all of it. If there was like an Islamic temple that was up in the foothills outside of Denver, I would walk there too. But this was just the one of like, if you want to do a pilgrimage, it's just this like silly thing that's there that just overlooks the foothills. And like someone that uh, in my shared workspace like mentioned it that she was just like, you know, I didn't have much to do this weekend, so I just like walked from my house to the Cabrini Shrine, and I was like, you can do that. Like, they just let you do that? And I was like, and she was like, yeah, you know, I do it every now and again. I'm like, I'm going to do that. Um, the first time I did it was like right at the start of COVID in March. It was like March 8th. And I remember like being on my phone, like taking phone calls, being like, huh, isn't this weird? Things are probably going to change soon. And yeah, they, they really did. But I didn't time it correctly. So I got like to the gate so you can get into the shrine. And it was locked because I did not check the times before leaving my house and walking like the 20 miles to get there. Yeah. And then the second time like was right after my birthday and I got, uh, I got kicked out after I made it past the gate 
because like they were had different winter hours that I wasn't aware of. And like some guy was like, hey, we're going to lock the gate behind you. You got to get out or else you have to like you're going to have to climb over. You're going to be stuck here for the night. But yeah, the third time I actually planned it correctly and I, I, I made it. I think my favorite Instagram story series you ever did was when you ate 30 crab legs. Is that correct? On your birthday? Yeah, I ate 30. I turned 30 and I ate 30 crab legs at an all you can eat snow crab buffet. Yeah, that was my, you know, these, these walks are impressive and all, but I really liked the, the crab leg odyssey. Thank you. That one was a fan favorite <laughs> that uh, I, I didn't know what I could do for 31 because like this was in the like height of COVID and like all the restaurants were closed. Um, but yeah, 32, that's, that's going to be a big one. I, I need to top eating 30 crab legs uh, in one sitting at a casino. All right, welcome back to Heddle's Blowout. My name is David. I'm here with Reed. How's it going? And Albert. What's up? We got some breaking denim news. Breaking denim news that is 6,000 years old. Have have you seen this? Have you heard about this? That uh, apparently we got to reset all of our, uh, everything we know about human prehistory in Indigo that a recent finding has discovered that blue jeans have a 6,000-year-old ancestor, and he lived in Peru. Or he, he, she, they lived in Peru, excuse me. Um, but yeah, that a uh, new finding of Andean cotton fabric with traces of the popular dye, including to new research in the journal Science Adventures, uh, say that this blue scrap of fabric may rewrite the history of clothing. This, uh, this is a thing that like has been a, a hot topic in the uh, realm of human like prehistory and fabric of like everybody wants to take credit for doing indigo dyeing first. That uh, in the Indus River Valley, they claim they've done it. The Chinese claim that they did it. The like uh, people in like uh, Europe in like you doing woe dyeing in like France, they say they did it. But all those records are like around three to 4,000 years old. This one apparently beats them all. Um, I don't know if you guys uh, see a picture of this piece of indigo, like scrap fabric. It looks it looks like a TSS birding jacket I used to have. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It's like some really cool fringe that's like dyed with like indigo and yellow, and has like there's this bigger scrap that honestly looks like it's in the shape of like Spain, but. Uh, it looks pretty neat, you know, especially thinking that like this was woven some uh, 6,000 years ago and died in uh, like modern day Peru that it is. Uh, yeah, something that like uh, a, a new player has entered the the game of human prehistory indigo dying because I feel like, I don't know, a lot of these these fields are very Eurocentric and tend to discount a lot of like human prehistory that happens in other places in the world. So exciting to see, uh, yeah, the, the clock reset again on the Indigo Pants timeline. It just makes total sense. I mean, the, 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 the Andean cultures, I mean, that's, you know, like a lot of our modern cotton is coming from that area. So it makes sense that some ancestor of the cotton we have today would be 
woven in those places. And it also makes, I feel like, you know, the, the, um, the Mesoamerican cultures were just so advanced, you know, so much more so than a lot of places in Europe. So like, of course they were up on this stuff, you know? Oh, it looks like stuff I would absolutely wear today. Like it looks like really cool fabric. I like, <laughs> I like that the two guys that were uh, associated with these finds are named Junius Bird and what Jeffrey splits over. Splits Tozer. Splits Tozer. They sound like 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 characters from like Monty Python sketches or like <laughs> the, yeah. I, I feel like if you're an archaeologist, you need to have a name like Jeffrey Splits Tozer. <laughs> that that sounds like a like a Japanese brand could be called Splits Tozer. Yes, they don't make shoes. But yeah, interesting thing to see and uh, know our our indigo prehistory. Is you know some things are going to be uh, mediated over and like contested forever, much like our next subject of how to wash your jeans, which is a thing that feels like we've been talking about for six thousand years, um, but you know it was only ten. And you know who is the the latest to to wade into this debate is none other than the gray lady. The New York Times recently released a how to wash your jeans article. Which isn't really a guide on how to wash your jeans. I, I have some some umbrage with this piece, which, uh, you know, it's not the first time that I feel like the New York Times has stepped in on our turf. Um, was, the, was the monocle the first time? The monocle in, in New York Times? The trend, the monocle piece. Did they do a, a monocle trend piece? I think they might have done. Like, they did something on the monocle at one point. I think it's like, it's like the monocle test at this point. Like, if three people, if you can find three people wearing it, it's a trend. Mm hmm. I mean, it's like already dead by the time that the New York Times is writing about it. Although, it's like not technically the New York Times because it's the wire cutter, which like is now the New York Times in a weird way. Um, I don't want to get sidetracked, but do you remember when the New York mag just like wholesale created an entire genre of dressing because they just interviewed a couple of jokesters and they were like, yeah, normcore. <laughs> and it actually happened. Yeah, no, they, like, it was life imitating art at that point, mm. but it was just like the K-hole crew. <laughs> look, yeah. I tried to look at this article again. The first time I tried to look at this article, my eyes really glazed over because I felt like I, I can't. And then uh, trying to look at it again, it's the same problem. I just, what, what remains, what needs to be said at this point about washing your goddamn jeans? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, they're, they're just trying to go in and get that SEO to be the, the definitive piece that's going to, to own all this, uh, you know, when, like, people that don't know anything come through. They used to go to Heddles, but maybe now they will go to the New York Times and you know, honestly, I can see why they might trust the like New York Times a little bit more than us. But <laughs> it is that weird thing of like, you know, whenever you see a subject that you know a lot about independently reported in mainstream press and just be like, oh, this is a little bit rough. Like, it's, I mean, it's like watching a sports scene in a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like something's <laughs> wrong. It's like I'm happy I'm seeing like basketball in this movie I'm watching, but this this isn't bad. I'm sorry, it's not basketball. Yeah, it's like think- uh, the people that they interviewed with this. There's there's some good, some not as good. I mean, nothing against the uh, their their first hit on this is as I think you pointed out, Reed was the VP of Menswear Design at Bonobos. Which Noted. feels very on brand for New York Times wire cutter, like the person that they're trying to target for this piece. 
It's no, yeah, noted denim specialist bonobos. Yeah. Ugh. I. Yeah, I feel like it's also tough because we, you know, our, you know, first heddles and then raw denim has existed for a long time and kind of spanned different schools of thought about washing jeans. And I remember that I'm thinking 2018 or 2019, I had to write an article about not freezing your jeans because earlier we had written an article about that was pro freezing your jeans to clean them. And the so dogma I think, changes and I, relatively frequently. Right. And then I also feel like because I just, in terms of ta- like saying the New York times might be perceived as being more credible, at least in the, you know, I think people still cite our older, maybe erroneous article on freezing of jeans when they want to freeze their jeans. I've still seen that being mm-hmm. used places. I mean, if you want to do anything, you can go on the internet and find something that validates your opinion. And we provide that. <laughs> we'll give you a minute. This one didn't even talk about dishwashers in relation to jeans. So you know mm-hmm. you can't trust it. Uh, they did bring on uh, Steve Cruz, who was the store manager at uh, Naked and Famous, I guess their location in New York. Who I would imagine has like knows what he's talking about, uh, and same with Christian McCann, who like had on the podcast like a bunch of years ago. I've known him forever. He he knows what he's talking about too. But there isn't like any instructions here. It's just like here's the, what you don't do, and not like I guess like we really spelled it out. And I made a video that I thought was going to be like okay, we can finally close the the book on this. Um, and yeah, sadly, it's become, it was a thing that I just made in my bathtub, like in an afternoon. And it's by far the most viewed video that we've ever had on our YouTube channel. Um, sorry to our producer, Ryan, who has made things that are way more beautiful and way more uh, hard hitting. But uh, just don't, don't tickle the itch of people wanting to know how to wash their jeans in their bathtub. <laughs> do, do you ever get angry comments or did you ever get angry comments on that video? Yes. I can only imagine. Yeah, well, it's mostly things of like, I talked about how like it doesn't really matter if you need to turn your jeans inside or out like uh, or not when you wash them. And he was like, I thought this was supposed to be the definitive guide and you don't know the difference between there. I was like, no, it doesn't really make a difference. And it was a thing that like I was clowning it a little bit because I wanted to make the the water, like the before and after soak water look as like contrasty as possible. So I like soaked a bunch of tea bags in the water and then I poured it in there. And everyone's like, there's been a bunch of comments of like, why you, did you piss in the bathtub? Your jeans look like piss. No, I just pissed in my jeans like a regular guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's tea. We call that pre-piss. Yeah, I'm spilling the tea on my jeans. It's, it's pee. I, so truly one of the worst parts of my retail experience. Uh, great, you know, great product, great coworkers, great bosses. Um, but when people brought in their jeans for repair to be darned, we had to ask if they had been machine washed. And I've never had so many grown ass men just like lie to my face, just like hand me the oiliest, nastiest, stinkiest pair of jeans and be like, oh, yeah, I washed them. And I'm like, really? In a machine? And they're like, yeah, yeah, I washed them. And then it, and it was and, and I sorry to say I washed them get dirty. <laughs> <laughs> it was often rogue territory owners. That gave me the worst, you know, guff about this stuff. So really, that's the, the the stereotype that you found in rogue territory owners. It's like BMW drivers don't use their turn <laughs> signal, and rogue territory drivers don't wash their jeans. Yeah, 
Outrageous. Or lie about washing their jeans. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about the retail side of this, though, I can't tell you how much damage that freezing your jeans article that we did like probably 10 years ago did just as far as like at Union Made, the guys that would come up with just so much confidence with like a pair of Talisons and just be like at the register. So I freeze these like how long? Like not a question. Like they're just like, what I do with these is freeze them. How long do I freeze them? Or like, yo, like what's the appropriate amount of time in a freezer to kill the bacteria? And she's like, wait, what? No, wash your jeans. What are you talking about? Freezing them. And they'd be like, I read an article. I was not responsible for that article. I was not the uh, editor of the site at that time, but I I can apologize for it as the the face of the website. Honestly, I don't even think it's like necessarily Heddle's fault. Like I, I actually don't even believe so in general. It just, for some reason, that was like the choice that folks were like, no, I'm going to choose this super time intensive method where like, I have to leave them in a freezer overnight instead of just like running a quick cycle. And mm-hmm. that was the reason, like the thing that folks glommed onto, it wasn't like, Oh, the bathtub method, or it was just like, for some reason, everyone was like, so after I freeze my jeans, I'm like, hold on, we can rewind. Why are you freezing your jeans? It's like, this is a thing that like in that same era, people were wearing their jeans into the ocean. The ocean soak was oh, a big yeah. deal. And uh, this is a thing that, like, I wrote an April Fool's piece, I think it was, like, in 2013 or 2014, I forget, that was, like, ways to fade your denim faster, where it just got, like, more and more ridiculous as you went. It was, like, the first one was, like, wear them inside out, wear them while you sleep. And then it was, like, uh, put baloney in your pockets, like, move to Southeast Asia. And then there was one of, like, put your jeans in the microwave. And one guy actually did it. Oh, no, the rivets. Yeah, one guy actually did it and like sent me pictures of his jeans that had like scorch marks on them and I was like it was a it was a joke man did you like check the uh did you check the like date on that was published and there was like other things about like uh, I think the last one was like take your jeans to like catholic mass so they can transubstantiate or something and it was just like how did you why did you take this seriously um, so I, I had to go and like edit in there explicitly if for that point of like, please don't microwave your jeans. But yeah, it's a thing that like everybody wants to, to know what to do. Everyone wants uh, permission to do something which, uh, or do, like, they just want to be prescribed, which is, I think is the, the journalistic malpractice in this wire cutter article. Cause it just has like a bunch of errant suggestions of like, maybe hand wash them. Maybe don't put them in the dryer. Maybe don't do this. It's like, no, you guys don't know who's out there and how prescriptive you need to be for this in order to avert like a a potential house fire. Well, and also like in the same paragraph, they'll be like, you know, if you need the creases, wash them inside out. But also you don't need to wash your jeans inside out. And it's like, wait, hold on. (laughs) What are you telling us to do? And they're like, if you don't care about like the condition of your jeans, just wash them. And then it's like, no, but if you care about, if you want to prevent your blowouts, right, you got to put them in the, in a first cycle. Yeah, you got to wash yeah. them. And I feel like, you know, like I've, where I've kind of landed is I machine wash like gentle, cold, the jeans and pieces that I know are like new enough and not super volatile and aren't very volatile. So they're new and they're stable in size and those I feel comfortable. I have landed on a place which is I've realized a lot of my jeans have shrunk over the years from my frequent washing and my delicate, more like vintage 501s and stuff. I will 
wash in the tub but i'm really thorough with like rinsing and like you know rig- like I-, I go through a couple of stages with that and i feel like a lot of people doing a bathtub soak just throw them in still water with some detergent or maybe no detergent and just let them sit there and it's like i know that that's what people are doing and it's nasty i i still do that <laughs> I do it oh. like I do in the video. Like you, you, you shake them around a bunch. You like put them in there with some Heddles denim wash. Of course, you could buy it on shop.heddles.com. Discount uh, blowout for ten percent off. But yeah, I do it with the in the tub with like lukewarm water. I shake them around for a bit, then I drain it, and then I like rinse them again in cold water, and then I hang dry them. And okay, I do well, that you shake like them around. You rinse them, okay? Yeah, I hand wash them and I rinse them, and I typically do that like once a month, maybe every six weeks. Okay. Reed, what do you do? I I had one pair of raw denim and I didn't like it. So I stopped wearing it. So like, I just have like, the <laughs> washed ass things that I, it was uncomfortable. Like, so I just wash them. Like I don't, I wash them on cold with my other colors yeah. and I hang dry them. And if they're too stiff, I toss them back in for a sec. But like, like the just, but also like, if you wear your clothes for like 15 minutes, like I feel like my stuff's like so big that it's not like I'm like walking like a robot or anything if it's stiff. Yeah. So it's like pretty easy to get back to that form. No, I, I don't know. I'm very precious about my clothing. Like if I stain my shit, it'll ruin a day. Um, the hang dry is the key part. Yeah, I don't dry a ton of stuff, like except for t-shirts, really. Like as far as like the things that I like, but I wash almost everything. Like if it can handle a wash, like if if it tells me on the label that I can wash it, I wash it. It's sort of my my philosophy on that. Um, yeah, I guess I've started getting into this like kind of like I've been getting a lot of vintage stuff that is like on the verge of like falling apart, and that stuff I've had to like hand wash and like you know put on a towel in the yard to dry in the sun and stuff like that i didn't used to be that that person but i'm becoming that person i'm just too lazy lazy (laughs) i feel like everything that i have indicated like both on the site and in this podcast would would have indicated that but like yeah no like if if there's a shirt that i like that i couldn't dry clean or, or just wash i feel like i'd be in trouble like I would yeah. wear it once and then just be like, does, is this, or like, just like through the, the wash cycle and be like, is it over? Is this the run? Uh, what's that uh, Mitch Hedberg joke? Like this shirt is dry clean only, which means it's dirty. <laughs> it's dirty. It's, it's the same thing. I like, I wash like socks, underwear and t-shirts like uh, every week, usually after one wear, except for like extenuating circumstances, but other things. Don't wash all that often. Yeah. I, people think like a lot of my friends think I'm crazy because I just don't sit on the subways because I'm just like, I don't feel like washing my pants every time I wear them. And I feel like if I was just <laughs> sitting on the subway all the time, I'd have to wash them all the time. And I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like I you can, don't yeah, like, sit on the wears. subway. I just was like, it's I'm like, I can stand ever. Yeah, like I'm capable. I just lean against the doors. That's way dirtier. Yeah, it's a shoulder though. You wash that. I, I don't know. Oh, you lean lean at shoulder height. I I do feel like something that is weird to me coming from LA. What's weird to me about New York is I always feel like I have some like 
layer of grime on me. And I know it's in my head, but it's just like, I'm not used to being around that stuff. Five days and the, the, the head thing goes away. The grime remains because oh, you yeah. do have it on like on you, no matter what time of year, like there is a layer of soot or something on you, yeah. but like, it just, you forget about it after a few days and then mm. for forever, that's a forever situation. Yeah, you just have to accept it. That just like I'm on the subway, my backpack is on the floor. Then I go to my like tiny, tiny bedroom, and I put my backpack on my bed. Well, this is how one must live in the city. Like it is sad, but my immune system is probably you know uh, much more benefited from it. That being said, I feel like people without like with without shoe policies in New York are insane. Like for that, I'm just like the stuff I see on just like a trip to the corner on the sidewalk. I'm just like, just mm, don't do that. I I have become a house slide person uh, in late in recent, and it's more gear. It's the best. It's the best shit. Like it's just like not only like not only are you being like theoretically hygienic, but it's like yo, I can open up an entirely new vertical of house shoe. Mm-hmm. And by the way, they're great. House shoes are incredible. I just have these champion slides from Costco, so I'm not like too nothing too crazy over here. I've got like four pairs at this point. I got those 18 <laughs> East hotel slippers that are still kicking around. I've got like two pairs of J. Crew ones because you can get the good mules for like twelve dollars on one of their just complete going out of business. It's like okay, the- I'm looking that up. And uh, oh, I could. They're they're incredible. They're like. They're the best. They're the best mocks I got. And then I have Ooh. another pair of nice ones, but I don't know what they are. But also, like New York gets cold, and in LA it's hard because it's you know, you know, it's rare that. Uh, yeah, it's I have like unlined mocks that I wear when it's colder with socks, but like it's too hot most of the time. But I feel like most of the country can they can accommodate indoor footwear. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's just that's a vertical not enough people explore. Yeah, that's my point. My my LL Bean like uh, wicked good mocks. I've been through like four pairs of those in the last fifteen years. Gonna keep doing it. it they're so nice. It's like, so yeah, you're in cold weather too. It's just like the house yeah. shoe for those right listeners now, at home I that got, have not. Ex- I got the Havaianas like cheap ass flip flops on because it's like ninety yeah, no, eight degrees. Currently, I don't have like I usually once the these Burks get a little more toasted, I'll buy the new pair and then wear those as house shoes for the winter and then break them out in the summer as the outdoor pair. And then toss the ones. I do love the arch support of a Burke at the end of the day. If you have like an indoor designated pair, that's so nice. But uh, speaking of establishing new verticals. And maximalizing uh, product. Got a special segment uh, coming up where I'm actually probably going to buy something. Uh, I have to buy something by the end of this show. So, uh, yeah, we'll get back to that in just a minute. We live in a fast-paced world. Sometimes, you just need to slow down and stop. Heddles Plus. The new membership program of exclusive content, giveaways, discounts, and a community chat forum. Try a month free with the code EXTRABLOWOUT. Welcome back to a new segment here that's going to call the Lost and Found Spend-Off, which, if you've been following the show, 
I uh, recently tried to buy and then returned some engineered garment Sebago cover decks at Lost and Found. And Lost and Found has a return policy that they don't refund you. You just get store credit. So I currently have $400.18 Canadian cents to spend at Lost and Found. But I'm not going to spend it. Reed and Albert are going to figure out things, ways that uh, I can spend it. So we're going to find a way to get rid of all of it before the end of the show. And some of the rules here are I am not allowed to make any pitches. Things will be added to cart with a two-thirds vote, although I can veto based on lack of sizing, but I can be overruled here. And uh, we will review when they arrive and everything in stock is on the table. So, uh, gentlemen, what are, what are we proposing? I'm gonna let Albert go first because I uh, I'm gonna offend you. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm not playing hardball here. I feel like Reed. I think you're gonna be the the bad cop. I suspect, but thousand percent you know, me, me good cop. Actually, me of course no cops good, but uh, you know what I'm saying. So <laughs> true, uh, true. So David, I we've talked a couple of times about, or uh, recently we talked about washing or not washing. Uh, sweatshirts, loop wheeled sweatshirts, and I know that you have a real McCoy's sweatshirt mm-hmm. that sounds like it's losing its luster. I my first pitch is a real McCoy's s- sweatshirt of some stripe that is oversized, so you can wash in the washer without fear and get those and not have to worry about those pesky mustard stains that you're accruing on your your current your current thing. Those are like around 200, 200 bucks and some change. And I thought we could round that out by a summer shoe that does not make you bleed. So that could be something like a Birkenstock. That could be something like a Vans Vault slip-on. I know you're not going to wear socks with them, so something easy on the feet. So that's my first thing. Mm-hmm. My second thing okay. is we go deeper in the hole. You commit 100 more bucks than you've already committed. And you I love get, where this is going. And mm-hmm. you get some suede Paraboot Michaels. It's like the Sebagos, but better. Uh, and I think they'll last you years and years and years, just like uh, you like your stuff to last. Thank you. Thank you for those. I appreciate the thought and the, uh, yeah, how understanding you are of me and my, my clothing consumption <laughs> habits. That... Uh, Say the, yeah, I, I have been intrigued by Real McCoys, specifically the hoodies. Uh, so I could be swayed to go in that direction. And uh, same, I, I do have a pair of Birkenstock Bostons that are still in pretty decent shape. Um, and I have a pair of Vans, uh, like, eras that I'm just about busting through the toe. So going <laughs> in that direction for a slip-on, I could, I could be pushed in that direction. As for uh, paraboots, I already have a pair of paraboot Michaels. I've got them in the brown, uh, and I love them. I wear them all the time, and like they're basically like the go-to thing three seasons out of the year for me. Okay. So heard on those, I am, uh, yeah, less enthused about getting another pair of Michaels because just like mine are barely broken in, and I've had them for two years. But yeah, definitely on Vans and. Uh, and Real McCoy's sweat. Reed, what are your thoughts on those, those suggestions? I think Real McCoy's is incredibly sensible. Um, <laughs> it's a very backhanded compliment on sensible. No, I mean, I, it fits. Like, I, I feel like Albert was, was trying to uh, responsibly spend your money, which I, I just 
Thank which you. I which I respect. Um, I feel like you were you were uh, you were doing David multiple services here. Like I feel like we filled holes. We might have gotten like a little redundant with the footwear, but but we could audible into something else. I have a couple audible picks. One will involve uh, also more investment, um, <laughs> which is breaking the rules. But uh, that's what they're they're there to be broken. You know, rules are made to be broken. Um, I don't want to vote yet. That's not how this works, right? No, no we, we got to put everything. Just, we got to line everything up, and then you make your votes any, after that. Do we have any bottoms in this in this suggestion, or no? It was just all tops, tops and shoes. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't I wasn't forgetting anything. Oh, you can you can like pitch whatever you want. Like the the entire was, everything they have assumption. in stock is is is. Fair I was under game. that assumption. I have like some. There was like some absurdly abs- uh, expensive things to light on fire here um which i'm super comfortable with lighting things i spend money on on fire uh but like actual fire i suppose but no i think i'm gonna start off with the uh the barena trousers batavoga ramato i kuyo is did i say that right qua quo bold bold very bold Someone come in here that, for me. That none of us can pronounce. That's, of course. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, they just throw like 14 names on the back of their <laughs> their pants. And I'm just like, yeah, like this is the same pant as the Cosmo. Like, why is there seven more names? Um, oh my God. This, this, is... this is the ugliest pair of these I've ever seen, but I love them for it. Like I have, uh-huh. this is a pair. I think I've got like four or five pairs of like this style pant. Um, at this point, just because uh, it's crazy comfortable, I don't have any in check. Like, I, they're all solid colors or corduroy or something. I don't know what's happening with these. It looks like they were marble dyed, but on top of like plaid flannel. Mm. This <laughs> they looks look like, like what? Oh, go ahead, please. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, it looked like your pajamas got really excited and tried <laughs> to go out, you know? Uh-huh. God bless was- them. I was going to say they look like, you know, if Billy Joe Armstrong, like, never changed his clothes during the entire American Idiot Tour, like, they would end up like this. That that was, there it is. That is, like, it's got, like, all the, like, the weird stage sweat patina happening, but that yeah. looks to be, like, a... So, to be clear, I think I'd wear these. And it's, I like, got the mid-2000s, like, uh, emo, uh, like, alt, like taper and like uh check plaid on it but it's all crinkled up like it's got you know like sweat stains or something so the taper they always photograph these funny i've never understood because you can just buy them and they fit normal and the reason i put them on there is because somehow they've sold two pairs the 50 and the 52 would be the right lane um Mm -hmm. but yeah so that's the first one the first one we got okay. on there. Should I just keep? Should I just keep moving? Starting strong. Tar- starting strong. Uh, yeah, keep it coming. Keep going. So the uh, next one I've got is actually a, a little bit more serious endeavor. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I didn't expect you to go for the the most insane Barana ones I've seen. There's a 4S design shirt that's like this weird rayon crepe with a braid detail in the middle that is absolutely insane. You would not have a ton of money left over from this, but this is a gorgeous shirt. Wow, that is nice. It's stunning. It does look very money. 
in like, like a swingers money way. Yeah, no, your money baby, like your money baby uh-huh. kind of way. He might be wearing it with the pants in this photo. He I is mean, wearing it with the pants. I was just about to say, pants. it is styled with the pants. That's incredible. That was completely unintentional, but look at that. <laughs> wow. He's also got on the, he's got the Sabbaths, the, like the embossed ones I think I wrote up a couple weeks ago on also the like the the slip on that Forrest does that are really cool. But those were those were far too moneyed for this for this endeavor. Not actually they're the same price as something else I'm about to suggest. But yeah, I love this shirt. This thing is so this thing is sick. Uh, I mean, just reading the copy here, you know, we we've uh, appreciated the work of the copywriter at Lost and Found in the past of this one. Now this is a boss shirt. No, seriously, it would be something you would see on the head boss in either a video game like Street Fighter or a comic book like The Punisher. Couldn't you see the Kingpin wearing a shirt like a boss? We brought it back full circle. There's a bo- uh, I'm <laughs> like I, I love that they're letting him cook or her cook. Yeah. I love it. But like there's some serious simile work here. Like, you know, like I are I just feel like like there's like a uh, a reference example, a video yeah. game like Street Fighter. No, yeah, this is a good. It's. I think this is a strong contender, personally. I, yeah, I, I do mean, too. Like, I, I like it. Yeah, I mean, David. Like, yeah, what do you want from this new chapter of life? You know, we're out of the pandemic. You're vaccinated. This is something you wear on a nice, you know, out to the bar on a nice date. You know, it's gonna really uh, change things. Hmm. Yeah, I like how good. the fringe goes across the pocket. The detailing is insane. Like the, mm-hmm. and, and it also has that, it matches it on the, the sleeve, like right before the hem. Yep. Uh, what, teach me something about 4S designs. I'm, I'm not super familiar with them. So it's founded by uh, Angelo Albert. Help me with the pronunciation of the last name because I'm terrible. Uh, Arushia? I there we say? go. Yeah. So from formerly of Engineer Garments, um, he is obsessed with the fabric selection process for good reason. Like some of the fabrics coming out of 4S designs are, are like, I feel like stunning is said a lot, but like, they're just like genuinely like you could stare at them for 10 minutes, still keep finding new shit in it. Um, but yeah, he makes everything in Italy now. Um, I wish I could like, I'm, I'm kind of struggling a little bit. It's like, I feel like it's almost like updated uh, Talented Mr. Ripley, like Talented Mr. Ripley mm-hmm. for 2021, at least this summer, mm-hmm. kind of feels that way is the best way I could describe it. Um, going to kill someone on a boat with like a no, war thing? I feel like it's more the people who get killed uh, would be vibing mm-hmm. with it. Uh-huh. Although that means that Ripley would be vibing with it later on. Um, but yeah, no, it's a... I think it's really interesting. It's not cheap at all, um, mm-hmm. but it's at like every single right store, quote unquote, right store. Mm-hmm. Has It's like, no, it's like you just sort of, sh- it's like, oh shit, there it is at N. There it is at uh, Mr. Porter. There it is at on the Essence sale. There it is at Shop like our Lost and Found. But yeah, it does like really cool shit. He did this black watch hoodie last year that was like from like a woven wool. That was super cool. And like every fabric is kind of like just drop dead. So I was like, let's, let's toss a 4S. Uh, 4S piece into this ring. Nice. I like that. Okay. Uh, uh, is, are those your picks? We have other we things? No, I got more. Okay. Let's, let's keep so, going. So I got the, uh, the Paraboot, not the Michael, because I know you got the Michael. But I was like, I feel like loafers are, are super popping. So uh, I need to 
drop this link, but the uh, yeah. Reams Lease Cafe, specifically the ones that are all brown without that like oh. two-tone thing going on. The, the two-tone thing at the bottom is nice, but I do like the monochromatic oh. uh, take on this one. These are so good. They're awesome. We like again. These are ones I passed on that make me hurt on the inside every day. I know. I it, I bought my pair of boots at Paraboot in Paris now, like six years ago. And if I knew then what I know now, you know, like I, I just these are gorgeous. Love those. I love a chunky loafer. Beautiful. Chef's mm-hmm. kiss. They are very nice. But the uh, the roll on it is very well done too, and uh, yeah, very versatile stuff. Again, a shoe that I don't have to tie. I appreciate that, though. I am as as a person that doesn't own a lot. I am like thinking of the the times that I would just like wear these over the Michael or vice versa. Are these like? I feel like these are a formal occasion, no brainer. Yeah. Right? Am I wrong? You used to be like, "Yo, you're wrong." I mean, do, do you have the pants? Do you have the yeah? You got the pants for these, right? Right? Yeah. David? Some big. Yeah, I got some big pants. I mean, yeah. If I mean, if these, if that were, if it were me, I would just, I would, I would, <laughs> I, would I would get those in a heartbeat. I love those so much. Mm-hmm. I guess. Are you? Have you? Have you? Have you done the loafer thing, David? Not really, no. I, I did a while back that I had some Weegians in college that I think like if you go to school in New England, you sort of have to, but wow. uh, have not done it currently. I guess like the thing that I scratched the, the itch with, or, like in, in lieu of loafers, I'm either wearing like camp mocks or uh, my Vans or Hiraches. I think yeah, as an enthusiastic member of the yeah, I think like everybody's on a on a on a loafer thing these days and I will glad I just I think it's such a great shoe. Just like easy on and off, comfortable. Even I wear I I wear my Weegian sometimes at the grocery store with jeans. Like they're just easy. You know, on a day it's not hot, obviously, but they're just so easy and they look nice. It's like it's the rich man's van slip on, you know? Quite literally. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's going in the pile. Some good ones here, Reed. That was you me responsibly more? spending this, this money. This feels much more I'm responsible. Going back to you. No, I'm going. I'm going back to irresponsible. Nice. I wrote about this shirt this week. Um. Oh. The, like I don't understand like what what you do with this really like the front <laughs> is like four inches longer than the back. It's from Tender. It's like he calls it a short shirt, but again, like the it's or just, like I don't know. It's it's a weird shirt. It's got pockets at the bottom, not at the top, but it's made of flax and linen and or just linen. Maybe I don't even know. I I assume like I said, like if you told me it was dyed with the sky, I'd just be like, oh word. He figured it out. Um. I assume the dye is something crazy. They didn't specify, but it's tender. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, he's like using like diluted blueberries. Um, and yeah, I was like, this is a good, this is going to be a good summer. Sh-. I was specifically thinking about your next trip to a shrine. Mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like this would be good. Like you'd be regulated 
you know, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't feel sticky. Uh, you'd have the True. pockets to store stuff down low that like, so you wouldn't get that thigh slap that you know you get with like 80% of shorts. Mm-hmm. It would wick decently. And you'd have a little bit, you'd have a little bit left over mm-hmm. on top, you know, like you might be able to get yourself into like a Margaret Howell uh, gym shirt. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we, we got to spend it all before the end of this episode. So those uh, those are my preliminary picks. Yeah, I have no idea. What Interesting, I just named. this one. I've never owned like I've owned a couple things from Tender. Like I had a pair of socks for the soccer view. I was a little disappointed in. Then I had a sweater that could just like felt like it was designed for like a Doctor Zeus character, like in the way that it was shaped. That like the neck was like high, but it wasn't a turtleneck, and like the body was like very tight up top, but then very loose in the bottom. And it was, there was nothing very Grinch Sounds about, about right. it. And I'm intrigued by this, especially the proportions uh-huh. here. Of was like, it the... It's, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, keep going. Oh, yeah, it's like the, the, the sleeves on here, the yeah, short sleeves. Yeah, are you sleeves, not working on your Grinch body? I'm working out of my Grinch body. And the, like, sleeves <laughs> are short. Like, then they're, like, end at the elbow, though, where I feel like most like short sleeve shirts do not go that far. I, I'm intrigued by this one. It's sort of like the yin and yang with the forest design shirt. Yeah, like everything's wrong about this shirt, honestly. Like like if you look, it's like, oh, it's a short sleeve shirt. The sleeves are too long. The collar's too short. The front's longer than the back. The pockets are at the bottom instead of the top. But for some reason, I like I like all the decisions that were made. It works. Yeah. Short sleeved high back shirt blue. I could see you in this, David. I think that, like, you know, it's just, I guess, what when I think of a purchase for David, I think of something that has to be, you know, just like the epitome. You know, he's all about bang for his buck. Want to get him in something that is as versatile as it could possibly be, in theory, right? Like, I, I'm, you know, So that's what I I think it's like, and that's my, and then I think it's a larger conversation. Like I have a hard time justifying a purchase of any collared shirt, like button up collared shirt. I often just thrift them because I'm like, these get sweaty. I can't like wear them, you know, it's so just, just a one, one guy's opinion, you know, a dog in frame. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Are these all of our contenders? Uh, I'm going to, as the, uh, as the ombudsman, I'm, I have no control over this process, but I'm just going to seize it right now. I, if, if there's nothing here that's like, uh, sort of tickling, tickling the John line, um, then, <laughs> then we'll, we, we can go back into the well. I've got other picks from like, I've oh, got no, 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 I'm, uh, I feel like we have a lot to work with here. I've got a linen beams cardigan. I threatened to fight the entire world over in one of my write-ups, like, which I'm not a good fighter. It's a truly bizarre move for me to make, um, but I did it in print, so that exists for forever or as long as Heddles does. Mm-hmm. Oh but. yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm looking at those now. Is it the is it the Jacquard cardigan? Yeah, it's the, Char- one? the Charlie Brown one. It's incredible. Wow, there's one left. Uh, which in is large. that one? Four twenty four twenty five. It's like kid. It's it's one of my favorite. There's two colorways. This is the better one. 
Um, but marginally so, they're both great. And yeah, like I, I threatened a raid situation, like a raid two situation when I saw this, uh, with absolutely no skills to back it up. You know, if the sizing on that were, I would also like, you know, it's hard to justify getting yourself a beams cardigan, but maybe we need to make you get a beams cardigan. That could be a lifetime, lifetime buy. Uh, it's not bad. It's 100% flax. Linen. They just call it flax and beam, like the beams factory specifically calls their linen flax. Uh, mm-hmm. We get like the linen shirt. It would like the product name would be linen and it'd say flax on there. But um, I got to tell you, I've been super into like lightweight or like summer sweaters this, Ooh. this summer. Like I've been wearing, I have a, like a flax V-neck from beams a few years ago. That's got like a Christmas pattern, but com- summer colors. I've been wearing this Tomorrowland one that I've got forever ago a bunch. I've been wearing a needles one um, quite a bit that I've had for a while. Like, I just, I want more lightweight summer knitwear. Oh, I got one from Our Legacy I love. Yeah, there's just, like, I want more non-winter sweaters in my life. And so that's, I feel like this one is, would be that, that situation. Mm-hmm. I could see you in this too, David. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I like the, the, the fun pattern that's very, very Charlie Brown, as you mentioned. But it seems uh, timeless. Like, I feel like you can wear this thing in three or four years and not worry about it. Yeah, or like 10 or 12. Yeah, yeah. definitely agree on that one. Okay. So I have some thoughts here, but I don't know if, like, uh, I'm, I'm just one man, one vote here. Uh... Mm-hmm. Where, where, what direction would you all steer in here? Because I feel like we can get one big thing and then one smaller thing that we're going to have to fill in the, uh, the gaps for whatever is left. Okay, let me look at what our options are. What are my... I mean, unfortunately for you, David, my favorite thing here are those Parabu loafers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I heard it in your voice. In the hole for another hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like one. Uh, somehow this experiment. significantly more. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put you out on that island quite yet. Um, <laughs> but I do feel like a fitting ending to this segment would be. I'm ar- like I'm, I'm in the hole this much, so let's make it fun and spend it. And we're like, no, let's make it more fun and spend more. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's go. Let's go deeper, deeper. Let's get a buco jacket. I'm, I'm gonna vote. <laughs> I'm gonna vote not now. I'll let you vote first, David. Just to I'll I'll tie break it to see where we're at, and I might just throw chaos into the ring and vote something else, and just like really test the rank choice system that we've got going on this podcast currently. Mm-hmm. Stress test the system well, early. Well, should we should we allow David to, to put a vote on what is currently his favorite piece in the mix right now, and then well, negotiate? We know it's the Barena pants, so I don't. It's just a formality, <laughs> right? <laughs> all right. Well, let's just all go in on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's three for three. We can, we can figure this out. You know, if you, David, if you throw away your vote, know that I'm coming down right on top of that with the second banger, and it's over. So don't you throw it away. Uh-huh. Okay. No, if you, I had to rank like, choice. Uh huh. But I had to rank choice three. Number one, I think, is the 4S designs. Really? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
Number two would be the uh, Real McCoy's hoodie. Number three would be the Lennon cardigan. Mm. Number four would be probably the tender shirt. Number five, the pair of boot uh, loafers, which like I would be all over if I didn't already own a pair of pair of boots right, in the same right, color. Right. Mm -hmm. um, the color yeah. thing is an issue. If they were black or something, maybe you would be. If we switch yeah, to the two tone, like, does that does that change anything? Is there a two tone? Yeah. Do they have the ones like that have like the like it. tuft of like fur in the uh, no, the middle no. of the vamp? No, but those would those would go up the chain pretty high. Uh, they've got the fur. Can't tell you how much how many ones with the fur that just sat in those like the ninety percent off section at the in the Union Made Warehouse. Um, let's see. I, I, th I threw the other one in there. Oh, you found it. okay. Yeah, so it's the one that's kind of got like a it's like a topsider color color scheme is the best, but it's not a topsider. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see it. Yeah. I don't like them as much personally. No, I don't either. So yeah, those are those are my that's my rank choice. And like I feel like I would do one of those big things and then maybe fill in with like a pair of vans. I think your your instincts there were, were uh good, Albert. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty stoked that you fuck with the 4S shirt as much as you do. That is a very cool shirt. The uh, Those tank tops that I got last week that's awakened something in me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm like is... only buttoning one button on my shirts now. Yeah, just going, it's like, great, you, you can, right? You can see everything else. I'm this only not is... wearing one now because it's fucking hot as shit, but... Yeah, I'm... This is how I know I think I should vote for that shirt is because now I'm getting, like, internally riled up because i put it on this list and now i'm like what the fuck did you do reed like you want this shirt and i feel you like that means it's, yeah no i put my own spot on this one and I, but i feel like that's like a i don't need another like i am fully loaded in this in this department like as far as the arsenal is concerned the quiver but uh yeah i feel like that's how i know it's good is now i'm upset because if david i'm gonna regret, i might have this shirt and you won't yeah and it's like it's kind of like it's not novelty because it's just burgundy and like the cut is genuinely one of those. It's like that cut has been that cut for 70 years or whatever. So it's like, you yeah. know, like it's not like this, there's nothing about this thing that screams trend. Like I'm not, that's not what I'm worried about, but it's like, it is also so like not that essential lane in David's closet. And I kind of do love that he might have something that I desperately want. That is like a novelty piece. And I, I will say that despite what I said about not spending very much on a collared shirt, I felt like when I worked at Self Edge, once a year, I would make a point of getting like my favorite rayon shirt in the lineup just to have a collection of like these nice rayon shirts that I wouldn't otherwise have bought for myself. And this could be kind of that situation. Yeah, I would do something similar because uh, do you guys remember the brand August 815? Yes. They're not a brand anymore? I don't think so because I checked. They for a while their stuff was just always on sale and I'd just like check in to see if there was anything that they found or whatever in the warehouse. They might still be. I apologize. Gonna have and to I, wait till August 15th till we can yeah, find out. Don't mean to slander. Um, but yeah, I used to buy one of their camps like every, they were so good. Um, just so, so good. And they would always sort of like theirs would hit sale, but um, 
for no good reason. But yeah, there's the ones that I've like invested in. I love and they do last a long time. Some are pretty delicate. Some I got to like take to get clean, but um, I su- suppose I could do it in the bathtub if I had that attention span. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I love that. I love that for you, David, the idea of you having your, uh, your tank on this shirt, barely buttoned, if at all, you know, enjoying a cheap beer on a cool summer night. Those wi- the wide leg pleated army shorts. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. And maybe a new pair of vans. Yeah. All right. So what are your votes? I feel like, uh, I've, I've made my selection. What, uh, which I'm direction du- are you going to steer me I'm in? I'm doubling for us second vote or for vote for us i you know this is i think this is not as mean as maybe people would have wanted us to be to you but i that you're gravitating towards this shirt and digging it makes me want to also throw my hat in the ring i say it's a unanimous on the 4s rayon shirt all right uh how would i size it oh, that's so a great a, question there's a small medium and a large yeah they had a run too which was nice What's he wearing? Yeah, and they have one of each. Literally just one of each. What's he wearing? It does not say. That's always helpful. I feel like, yeah, I like, it's like I am, uh, I'm 6'1", about 180, 185. I typically wear, I have a capital three, and I usually wear a large in t-shirts, which makes me think that I'm a large here, but I don't know. This looks like it's already like somewhat oversized. I've uh, I'm going to a to an alternate source here just to check, just to check sizing. I apologize for my dog. We're going on mute. It's totally fine. And it's then nice. also we still have thirty five Canadian dollars and eighteen cents. Oh well, there's a size chart here. Sorry on the thing. Oh, size right. charts are confusing. I remember people used to demand them at Union Made, and I'd be like, "You know how to use that." How do you know how to use that? Medium is a 27-inch chest, which is pretty big. That is that's pretty big. So, 32 length. So on Essence, what we're looking at is uh, the same shirt, just in a different color. And the model is rocking. He's 6'3", wearing a large, very slim chest on this man, but it's coming in at like the same size as it's looking on, on this man, kind of. Just a little less filled out with that large. And he's about 6'3". About is that okay. more confusing or less confusing? Because it could have gone both ways, to be totally honest. Wait, what would you... Uh, you would probably buy the large, like, just regardless. Personally, for... You no, know, if I was your size, I would definitely buy the large. But honestly, I'm looking at it, like... There's definitely a case to be made to just go true to size on it. And just, like, if you normally rock a medium in that type of thing, it's like... Because it is... It does look to be fairly oversized. Right, because normally I would say go for large always, but then it does seem like that's a pretty wide chest measurement for a medium. So maybe, and it's long too. It's like thirty inches, three two inches long. So, what's the the essence model wearing? He's wearing a large, and he's six three. I, the only thing I was concerned about is just like the length on the if just suggesting the large for you. If oh anyone yeah. Wants to, if anyone wants to know how the sausage is made, when uh, I online shop, you are. You are finding out right now. Uh-huh. Cross-referencing between sites. Yeah, it's the only thing I'm, I was a little worried about. Is it's like if you go, like, if you go uh, 
sort of like wear your pants at proper length, you might be, you know, it might look a little goofy long. Right. But that being said, you can never go wrong sizing up an Aloha shirt. And that is a rule. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm adding to cart. What is, uh, what is joining it? We got $30, $35 and 18 Canadian cents. All right. Let's see here. Well, I was looking at the, let's, I wanted to get you in Vans Vault because they're better, but I guess they have Vans too. That'd be cheaper. Or I guess it seems like they have. Well, what's your sh- what's your Vans shoe size, David? Uh, ten. Ten. Because I think. Damn. Okay, they only have a ten and a half in this in the slip ons. But that's the size I take in those. We could just buy them for you. Yeah, yeah, just pick them up for me. How do you feel about a Carhartt basketball? <laughs> uh, no, not not your shit. <laughs> they have a Carhartt. Why do those things go together? They don't go together. Come on, you know they go together. What about a what about a Larry Bird bear brick, where he actually has the ears? <laughs> It's specifically Larry Bird. Specifically, like Great Larry Bird jersey thirty three in the immortal words of LFO Summer Girls. Um, How much does it cost? What about too much? Two hundred thirty dollars. Two hundred. It's the big one. It's the big one. It's the big one. Uh, (laughs) No, don't don't get the don't get that. Because you should get instead the cat version of that, who's also Larry Bird but a cat inexplicably. Uh huh. It's not actually Larry Bird. If the the Larry the, Bird, uh, the miniature, oh, it's yeah. How much is the mini one? I don't know. I'm an idea guy. I I really I really yeah. Van slip-ons I think are the fucking shit. I love I my Vans vaults lasted me for like four years. I still have them blown out yet, but they're just getting really nasty. I can't wear them in flight company any longer. So. That was my that was my go. I think the uh, vans are responsible. I've thrown another irresponsible choice. Oh, in the, mix, the, the real McCoy's leather pig. It's no it made out of horse. One animal yeah. made out of another. It's super Frankenstein shit right there. I mean, if it wasn't two hundred and thirty five dollars, and if it was like thirty five dollars, I would buy it. There's a at Nepenthes. I don't know if they're currently there, but they were there the last time I was there. Uh, they had these like patchwork camouflage fish, like stuffed animal fish that were being sold on like styrofoam trays wrapped in saran wrap with like just like a deli sticker on top with the price tag. Like whoever was mm-hmm. making them, that's how he was packaging them was like they were at the grocery store. Huh. But they were just stuffed animals. They're kind of great. Um, Yeah, I, I vote socks or, or vans because I just know you enjoy socks. They make you happy, and like, there's some good socks beams make me ones. Happy. There's some good beams. I don't ones. have I any beam like you... socks. Beams makes good socks. They're not capital socks. Like, don't and nothing is. Don't get it twisted. But uh, they're good. I liked. I actually like no shows are kind of a waste of time. But like, they didn't. They didn't make a bad one. Um, there's they call them sneaker socks, I believe. What about a nice white ribbed sock to match your crisp new white ribbed tanks? I could do that. 
Man's a thinker. Oh, wait. Actually, you could also get these wide-ass military athletic short pants eco from Beams. Now I've just fallen into a rabbit hole. It wasn't loading before, earlier today. No, no, it was. We're good. Do you want a bow tie? No. <laughs> <laughs> We've fallen off the rails. Someone reel me back in. No, I like, I like how you're losing it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Ryan posted just like, I had to cart and buy about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Uh, Yo, Ryan, yeah, Ryan checked out at least 10 minutes ago. Uh, and he won't speak on this podcast, so it's, he can't even come in and defend himself right now. He's going to delete this for sure. He's just marking <laughs> it's like, all right, 10050. Zero, zero, um, yeah, I don't know. I say, I say Albert is right with the Vans, but I also yeah. think that like if you wanted some funky socks or like a... There's not really funky. Like I feel like you've tried probably Druthers on product tests. Like, What do you feel like? The Velvachine, you can get a Velvachine t-shirt, just size that thing as high as they'll let you because yeah, I've got smalls one. are made and for like the even a Medicom Bear Bricks. Oh, they've got these like no, the largest they Nikes. call to my belly button. I have a long... Oh, the socks? Yeah. Yeah, I can't tell if they tie-dyed them. I can't tell if they tie-dyed them themselves or if Nike finally figured out that other people were doing that with the dry fits, but those look kind of cool too, to be honest. They do. Okay, they're leaning either there or like there's a pair of suede uh, vans in the vans vault that I think are in my size. They're uh, not. They're not slip-ons. They're lace-ups. Can you shoot us the link? I know it. I am. David's gonna uh, somehow find the, the hundred ninety-dollar vans. You know, you're gonna somehow find vans. No, if you buy suede vans, like that means you're way over limit. And I'm just gonna support it. It's, no, it's they're ninety Canadian. And- they're the oh, same wait, as the slip-ons? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Copy link address. Oh, man, my computer is uh, not enjoying the heat either. Oh, are they the white ones? Yeah. Suede, antique white, persimmon, orange. You think they're dyed with persimmon like the Sentry denim from Capital? Kakishibu. Oh, David, I like these. Yeah, they have them in a 10. Yeah, those have my vote. I feel like you'd wear the hell out of those. Um, I wouldn't bust through the toe as as soon. Yeah. Dan's vault's like just you, you get a lot of bang for your buck, I feel, and you know. And a white oh, pair of vans are good at. If they would run back the off, like the they call it marshmallow, which is not that's not a color, but they call it that. Uh, the marshmallow era fifty nines, I would just be so grateful. Marshmallow era. It was a vault run, like probably like five years ago. They just they will not run that. Just like super simple, like era fifty nine LX. Oh yeah. It's just it's the standard one you think of when you think of that off white. Vans, yeah. but even when you try to do it in like creative vans, they they kick you out right at the checkout screen. Can't even side door it. All right, is this Man. what we're doing? This is what you're doing. Oh, I co-signed this. I co-signed this before <laughs> we started. Whatever you were gonna hit buy now on, I was happy with. Because we got another pile. All right, there we go. We have uh, with that we have we have hit purchase. They are uh, they are on their way.
I only had to spend another $54.82 Canadian. Well, That's thank you very money. much for taking this nah, journey. It's Canadian and, money. <laughs> and uh, yeah, participating here. I, I appreciate your enthusiasm and your heartfelt suggestions and that we were able to find our way through it. But uh, yeah, we'll have links to this stuff in the description of what I got. And then I'll see, uh, I'll see what it's like when it gets here, probably in the next episode, and then maybe I'll return it. But we, <laughs> we can play that game again. Which, and then we got to get you to go higher, so it's just an increasing amount of store credit until we can get you something oh. that's truly <laughs> insane. Uh, truly I think whatever, whatever happens, though, whatever happens, though, David, I want a fit pic of you in the tank and this unbuttoned shirt on the Discord. Great. So, yeah, uh, my, I'll Discord. get my mustache back in for that one. You owe it to the Discord. Uh-huh. Yeah. I owe it to Sam Buckaroo. <laughs> uh, the the Vardes are gonna be perfect with that, by the way. Like that is that is the Rivia. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're there. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Uh if you want to hear more episodes like this, you can go to plus or heddles.plus and join heddles plus for more content exclusive discounts and uh giveaways we are giving away currently a bridge and burn like ecot indigo shirt and uh the you can find out more of that again at uh heddles.plus if you have any questions comments concerns read what's our email address blowout at heddles.com All right. We hope to hear from you shortly. Thank you again for listening. Bye-bye.